Well, good morning. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily. So glad you could join us this morning. We're going through the book of Ruth, a uh, tiny little book tucked away, uh, but with so much to say to us. I hope you're enjoying it. And uh, we've got up to chapter three. So let's pray and then we'll see what the Lord has for us today. Lord, thank you for your concern, interest, involvement in the lives of ordinary people. Lord, thank you. This is who you are, that, that you, you, you care deeply and you work out your, your glorious purposes in the, in the very ordinary day-to-day -day lives of ordinary people, including us. So speak to us today, I pray, Lord, that we would just hear your voice speaking to us personally as we read this story. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, we managed just one verse yesterday. I hope you're getting the message of um, the book of Ruth. It's about redemption, being redeemed. Of course, just to explain that, mate, that word, redeem, you redeem something when, you, when it needs uh, be, being bought back. I mean, you know, if you put something in there, if you pawned something, you, you can't have it back till you pay money. You redeem it. Um, and, and that's what this story is all about. And uh, it's, a, it's a little cameo, a picture of our redemption. It also shows the heart of God in the way that he redeems individuals. And um, we're looking in this case, um, well, both Naomi and uh, uh, Ruth. Naomi, of course, born into the people of God, the family of God. But uh, because her husband, what was his name, Elimelech, took the family off away from Israel to Moab um, she'd you know she'd the, the, you could say she'd forfeited her right to the community of the people of God they weren't supposed to do that they weren't supposed to merge with the culture around them neither are we but there was a way back redemption there's a way back and uh, this dear lady uh, she she'd had uh, she, the loss of husband and two sons, she left her, very, left her very bitter, but we'll find that her redemption happens and she's not only found a way back, but she's, she finds peace and joy. That's redemption. That's what God does in our lives. And of course, Ruth, no rights whatsoever, like us, you might say. A Moabite, she was uh, the uh, husband of one of, um, of Naomi's sons. No rights at all. She's, uh, her husband had died. And she is received into the people of God. Uh, lovely. I know I've repeated myself quite a bit, but it's pretty special. And I read this. I just got one verse yesterday. It was so such a good verse. Chapter three, verse one. Um, let me read it. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to read it again. Uh, one day, Ruth's mother-in-law Naomi said to her, "My daughter, I must find a home for you, where you'll be well provided for." Now, a little clue here about daily devotionals. I, I, I don't, you know, I, you don't need to have lots of commentaries and books all around you. If you look at that word, I've got a very ordinary Bible here. It's not a study Bible. Um, but after that word home, as I said yesterday, there's a tiny little letter, A, and I look down the bottom and it says Hebrew, find rest. That, and, and so therefore you read that. My daughter, I must find a place of rest for you. Somewhere safe, somewhere for you to belong. Home. And, and there again, redemption just shouts out at you from that page. And we looked, that, you know, if, if, in, if you're having your daily devotions, you read something like that. My daughter, I must find a rest for you. Um, 
what, what comes to mind? What does the Holy Spirit say to you when you read that word rest? It takes you to the book of Hebrews. There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. And we looked at that yesterday, that lovely verse uh, in Hebrews chapter 4, which is speaking about the Old Testament and people um, learning to walk with God. And um, some of them, because, they, because of unfaithfulness, they forfeited the, the rest of the promised land. They stayed in the desert in the place of wandering. Um, and, and then the writer to Hebrews applies that to us as Christians. There remains a rest for the people of God. And, and he goes on to say how someone who, who is at rest has stopped striving. They've stopped struggling. They've stopped worrying. They're, they've come into their rest. And, and you know, that, that's so powerful. And I, I know I spoke about this yesterday, but I, I just want to challenge yourself, you and me this morning on that. Are you living your Christian life from that place of rest? The finished work of Christ for you. You belong to him. You're secure. You're safe. He is your play. He, he's your, uh, uh, your, your, your redeemer. He's bought you. you. You are his. You're in the family of God. You, you, you are living now in the community of the people of God. You've got a future home with the Lord. You've got this place of rest and you should be living in it. And I should be living in it. And the world will try and take us into, into anxiety and fear and all the rest of it. What a powerful word. In one verse, it's so worthwhile reading scripture daily. My daughter, I must find a place of rest for you. Is that what you need today? It's, it's in the Lord Jesus. And if you haven't got it, the writer of the Hebrews tells you what to do at the end of that chapter. I read the verse yesterday. If you, um, he says here, Let's, let us therefore approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. So when you don't feel a place of rest, that's what you do. Approach God's throne of grace with confidence to receive mercy and find grace to help in your time of need. So this is the gospel. It's beautiful. My time's flying. It'd be nice to get to another verse this morning, wouldn't it? OK, let's move on. Um, OK, so she's Nam is thinking. There's this redeemer, she, he, this relative um, who could come to her rescue. In, 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 the, 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 the law was that if, if there's a widow um, and, and they were broke, whatever, so that their inheritance wouldn't be lost, a, a, a kinsman redeemer, a, 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 someone related to them, a kinsman, could redeem them. He could buy their land, okay, and if they then had a... A, a son through that through that marriage the land would go to the son so the family line continues the inheritance is continued that's what's going on here okay Boaz was with uh, now Boaz with whose women you've been working he's a relative of ours tonight he'll be winnowing barley on the threshing floor wash and put on perfume get dressed in your best clothes and then go down to the threshing floor don't let him know you're there until he has finished eating and drinking when he lies down that uh, they would sleep where the harvest was, so it didn't didn't get um, stolen. Uh, Bob, Bob, where were we? Um, uh, when he lies down, note the place where he's lying down. Then go and uncover his feet, and lie down. He will tell you what to do. I'll do whatever you say, Ruth answered. So she went down to the threshing floor, did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. And when Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits, she went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled the man. He turned, and there was a woman lying at his feet. 
Who are you? he asked. I'm your servant, Ruth, she said. Spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are a guardian redeemer of our family. The Lord bless you, my daughter, he said. This kindness is greater than that which, which you showed earlier. You, you've not run after younger men, whether rich or poor. Now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I, I will do for you all you ask, and all the people of the town will know that you are a woman of noble character. Okay, let me quickly unpack a few things here. There's no hint here of um, sexual immorality or anything like that. Um, we don't understand totally what's going on, but there's something in the culture here. Interesting, interesting little word again here. Spread the corner of your garment over me. Okay, now the corner, that word there, the corner of your garment, it happens, it's the same word as back in chapter 2 where, where um, Boaz says of, um, uh, of Naomi, may the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord. May the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Wings there is the same as corner of the garment. So it's a picture here of coming under someone's protection. And that's what's happening. She was making an approach. Um, would he consider taking her under his protection um, as a kinsman redeemer? Okay, so that is what's going on there. Um, but it's a lovely little connection. I love that verse, under whose wings you've come to take refuge. <laughs> it's just a lovely picture of the Lord, isn't it? Um, makes you think of a psalm. Anyway, um, so she's made this approach that to, to come under the wing, to come under the protection of this, this, this godly man, Boaz, who's going to be her redeemer. <laughs> Isn't that what you do when you come to Christ? Um, hey, my time's gone. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. We can live our lives under your protection, under the shadow of your wing. Lord, thank you. That is the place of rest that is available to us through the storms, the ups and downs of life. Lord, thank you that uh, you are a shelter, a shield, and we want to live in the good of that. So, Lord, I pray today, wherever we're going, whatever's going on in our lives, would you help us to stay close, to live under the shadow of your wing, and know your peace, whatever's going on around us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, we're making slow progress, but I hope you'll join us again tomorrow for a little bit more. Bye now.